Yeah, I mean, there's no time like the present, right? So, we are going to talk about evangelism. Confrontational evangelism, that is. So, we're going we're gonna to talk about a, an interesting thing that happened. Not on the way to the moon. That's a whole nother story. I watched that video. An interesting thing that happened on the, happened on the way to the moon. Man, that was good right there. Okay. Anyway. So. But now we're going to go back into the archives a bit. Back when me hair was brown and not gray. And uh, we're going to look at some confrontational evangelism on the streets of Minneapolis. This is the same spot that they raided the Target store a few years after this, probably three or four. Okay. Hey, I, I'm going to talk about the fact that the moon landing is a big lie. That nobody's been to, no, no human being's been to the moon and nobody's going back because they've never been there. But not today. Maybe we'll save that for Freaky Friday. I don't know. <laughs> Bright Night Friday, maybe. <laughs> we'll save it for that, right? Huh? And then maybe, maybe I'll get my bonus overtime pay for Friday, if that's the case. Okay. Anyway, but now for now, we're going to go back to a charismatic encounter. And you're going to watch the evangelism in the way that, yeah, I got to do that one too. The ESV. I might do that on a Sunday morning. Because this week is my last sermon on the Proverbs 31 woman. And uh, The Virtuous Wife, last one in this series, anyway. So, here we go. What's that? Okay, so, this man is going to come up to us right here, and he's... Want to know where the love is. Because he hears Paul preaching. Paul is preaching the gospel. Paul is preaching the law of schoolmaster to bring men to Christ. And this man is going to tell him that he's wrong, which they all like to tell us, right? That you're wrong. So he's going to come and tell us that, that we're wrong. And uh, this is where it's going to get kind of interesting. Where's your love and where's your power? Love? Where's your love? Where's your power? You guys are not preaching like the disciples did. How do you know that? Because I read the Bible. What are we preaching? Well, it's not just what you're preaching. It's how you're preaching. How do you preach? Can you tell me how to preach then? Yeah. How? How about uh, about healing the sick? Casting on devils. How do you know we don't? Okay, stop. 
Did you hear what he said? How about healing the sick and casting out devils? Well, let me ask you a question. Is healing the sick and casting out devils preaching? No. No. Healing the sick is not preaching. Casting out devils is not preaching. It is the preaching of the cross. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 1.18, right? For the preaching of the cross to the, is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. It is the preaching of the cross that we are to do. Healing the sick and raising the dead and, and, uh, and signs and wonders are not the gospel. And they don't save anyone. What did Paul say? And we'll get back to Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 1, but Romans chapter 1. Paul said in Romans chapter 1, verse number 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. So he's wrong. That's not even the gospel. Don't do any of those things. Because I can see by which what you guys are doing. Do you need a devil cast out of you? I don't know. Okay, well, why? <laughs> so right there, I asked him a question. Why? Do you need a devil cast out of you? Or are you possessed? Is that what's wrong with you? Or are you possessed? See, it's anything but the preaching. They want you, they, this guy would love for me to stand up there and, and, and blabber in, in babble, in tongues. He would love that. Why? Because it doesn't do anything. He would love for me to babble in tongues because it has no power. He's saying, where's your power? There's no power in that. Why, why would you think that we wouldn't do that? Because we're preaching the word of God, we wouldn't do anything else? The Bible says to preach repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. Right, that's one part. Right. But, but, but there's no reason the way you guys are preaching. I'm just, I'm just, now listen to the critique. I'm listening. It's you guys are repelling more people than bringing anybody in. What? Let me ask you a question. What was John the Baptist killed for? Right, but but I'm looking. Right, right. Well, what was he killed for? Right. What was he killed for? He didn't want to answer it. Why? They never do. They never want to answer the questions that you ask them. The simple questions, what was he killed for? Preaching. 
He preached against sin. What was Jesus crucified for? Right, yeah, but... but Why you, were all the... Let me No, hold on, hear me out. I, I heard you out, now hear me out, okay? What were all of the apostles killed for? Right, for preaching. I understand that. I understand that. Did but, they like what they heard? I understand that, but... See that? He wants to skate the issue. Because nobody wants to hear the gospel preached. Nobody wants to hear biblical preaching, repentance toward God, and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. Nobody wants to hear it. They don't want to hear it. Well, they, or did they hate it? I'm not saying if they like it or not, but the problem is, is you guys aren't, you guys are leaving out, from what I see here, you guys are leaving out the other parts that the disciples did. What are the parts of those? Uh, speaking in tongues, healing the sick, casting out devils. You don't speak in tongues on the street, do you? What good is that going to do? The Bible says that doesn't edify the lost. If you preach, if you speak with tongues on the street, uh, I, I, that I'm won't edify the lost. I'm, ju I'm just giving you an example. Why? But I'm giving you Bible. I'm saying the Bible says speaking in tongues doesn't profit the lost any. He's, Jesus said, what if a, what, or Paul said, what if a lost man come into your assembly and he hears you speaking in tongues, in an unknown tongue? He can't understand what you're saying. And I'm not Right. So there, the, the scriptures were very clear about that. The tongues were a sign, right, to the Jews. They were a sign, and they were a gift, and they were a gift for what? Until the scriptures came. But what, do, what does he want? Oh, you should speak it. You're not speaking in tongues. Well, how in the world is he going to understand what I'm saying if I'm speaking in tongues? They don't know what you're talking about. Right? But that's what he wants. Why? Because the gospel's too easy to understand. The gospel is way too easy to understand, isn't it? We'll back up a little bit so we can listen to that entirely. It doesn't edify the lost if you preach, if you speak with tongues on the street. Uh, I, I, that I'm won't edify the lost. I'm, ju I'm just giving you an example. Why? But I'm giving you Bible. And I'm saying the Bible says speaking in tongues doesn't profit the lost any. He's, Jesus said, what if a, what, or Paul said, what if a lost man come into your assembly and he hears you speaking in tongues in an unknown tongue? He can't understand what you're saying. And I'm not So he's not edified. That. Right. Right? But, 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 but what about the other stuff? What about, what about healing that? The sick? Healing the what? sick? Or, or you, see that, you see that man right there? Yeah. That man lived in Colorado in an apartment full of sewage. You know why he's here right now? Because our church paid for his way to be here. To bring him up out of the muck and mire he was in and put him into an apartment and give him a place to live and help him live a better life and be a part of our church because we loved him. Well, well right. And, and, that and that part, so, so for you to say that we don't do that would... Well, what I'm saying is there's no evidence that... In Colorado, in an apartment full of sewage. You know why he's here right now? Because our church paid for his way to be here. To bring him up out of the muck and mire he was in and put him into an apartment and give him a place to live and help him live a better life and be a part of our church because we loved him. Well, well right. And, and, and that caught... So, so, for you to say that we don't do... <laughs> Look at Lucius. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. That was eight years ago. Look at him.
Wow. Anyway, sorry. I just thought about that. He's uh, sitting next to Aaron right there. And who we're talking about is Aaron right there. He say, well, well, what about healing the sick? And what about doing this? And then I told him, well, well, this is what we've done with this man over here. Right? He doesn't know what to say to that, does he? See, what you're going to learn, what you're going to learn is that people don't want you to preach. They want you to argue. They want you to fuss. They want you to get off of the subject. They want to have a conversation. But notice Paul is still preaching over there and I'm I'm having a conversation. That's what See, this is biblical evangelism in action. Okay? Because this is a church working together biblically. That's what this is. Because what's going on here What's going on here is Paul is continuing to preach. I am diffusing the person that is and and uh de-escalating the man's objection and talking to him and the preaching of God's word is still going on. That's how a church works. That's how biblical evangelism is supposed to work. Do that. Well, what I'm saying is there's no evidence that you're doing that here. Well, that's because that's not what we're here to do. Right now, what we're here to do is to preach and to warn men to flee from the wrath to come. That's why we're here. I understand that, but what you got the evidence that you were looking for by asking. Well, well, most people don't. They walk by and give us a finger. Well, all I'm saying. Well, 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 not no. If you're saved, no matter if they give you the finger or not, you're not going to hell. Right. Saved people don't give preachers the finger though when they preach the gospel. Well, what I would say is what I'm criticizing. No, no, no. Wait. (laughs) Yeah, I think it sometimes does. What what I'm criticizing is your technique. You're repelling more people than. Okay. I got a good idea for you. Okay. Here's a good idea. You go over there and show us how to do it right. I'll give you a Bible and you show us how to preach, right? Well, I, I have, when I have walked up and down the streets. Right. So here's what I said to him. Okay, you get up there and show us the right way to preach. Take your Bible. You go show us the biblical way to preach, right? So then we'll learn, right? Go ahead, show us. And he didn't want to do it. Why? Because he's not going to preach. They don't want to. Look, they don't want to suffer the reproach outside of the camp. They profess Christ, but when it comes to suffering reproach outside of the camp, when it comes comes to going to the world and preaching the gospel, 
it's not comfortable. Right? Men hate it. The world doesn't like Christ. The world hates Christ. And it's easier for them not to preach. It's easier for them not to preach and to and to point a finger and be critical of the preaching of God's word than to go out and do it themselves. I have seen people do it right where they come with people, they pray they pray for people. That's not that's people. not preaching though. Yes it is. No it isn't. Yes, preaching it is. is lifting up your voice like a trumpet like he's doing and preaching. No, that's no, preaching. It's, it's, that's a religious a set way of No, that's the Bible. What do you how do you think Jesus preached to 5000 people? He did that in a synagogue. In no, he didn't. There was 5,000 people didn't fit in the but, synagogue. But, 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 he was preaching oh, the, on the right, Sermon okay, on the Mount. Right, yeah, but he didn't preach the way you guys are preaching. How do you know? And he had power. You guys we don't have walking. any power? How do you know we don't have any power? How do you know how many people have got converted and how, how, our, how the Lord has blessed us? I don't us? see it. How do you know that? Where is it? Where is it? Yeah, where is it? Bless, the Bible says, blessed are he that believe that don't see. So what, well, you have to see everything to believe? No, that's, that's How do you know that's that? An that uh, that's, so, that's an excuse? Scripture. Okay, well, let me give that's you a better a one. Let me scripture. give you a better one. Noah, a preacher of righteousness. Eight people, the rest of the world went to hell. Was Noah wrong? No. Why not? Right, but... See, but, see what but, I mean? But you're still, see what I mean? You're still diverting. No. See, why wasn't Noah wrong? Because Noah was obedient. You don't do things for the results. You do things because of obedience. If you spend your life serving the Lord, looking for results all the time, you're going to get discouraged. If you're looking for results, if you're looking for results to justify your faith, listen to me. If you're looking for results to justify your faith, or for why you're obedient. Well, if I see some good results, I'll keep going. No. You keep going, number one, because you're commanded to. Number one, number two, because you have faith and you believe God. And you exercise faith and you continue to be faithful in whatever it is God has you to do. Whether it's sanctification and separation and walking in the fear of the Lord, whether it's uh, abstaining from all appearance of evil, whether it's raising your children, whether it's guiding the home as a, as a wife and a mother, whether it's uh, a husband leading and loving and you, I don't see results, my wife's not listening or my wife's not doing this or my husband's not doing this, so therefore I'm going to stop. Why? Because you don't see results? That's, that's what an evil and an adulterous generation seeketh for, a sign. They're looking for a sign for their obedience. They, want, they, want, they don't want to step out by faith and walk by faith. They want a sign. And you've got to remain faithful and obey the Lord no matter if you have any, if you see any good fruit from it at all. You obey the Lord. You follow the revealed will of God. You follow the scriptures. You're obedient to the Lord. 
You don't do that just because you see the results. There's men that preached for years and didn't have converts. As missionaries. Was their labor in vain? If you obey the Lord, it's never in vain. If I was a husband and my wife didn't do right and I obeyed the Lord and I followed him and I did what God commanded me to do and I loved my wife or a wife and she loved her husband and she obeyed her husband and she followed the Lord and her husband didn't do what she was supposed to do, she is still right to do that. Because our rewards are in heaven. But see, these charismatics, they're set up to believe that they got to have these signs and wonders in order to obey God. And this world is this instant results, right? So it's, I got to have instant results. If I don't see the fruit of my faith right away, if I don't see the obedience right away, if I don't feel it, if I don't have all that, then guess what? I got to stop because I'm waiting to feel something or I'm waiting to see something. I'm waiting to see instant results. That's a terrible way to live your life. And it's not pleasing to the Lord either. It's not pleasing. It's not, it doesn't please the Lord. If you and I live our lives like that, we're in a lot of trouble. We're going to be mighty disappointed. And you know what? I'll tell you another thing too. You'll stop serving the Lord. You'll stop doing what's right. Well, I'm not seeing any fruit from it. I'm not getting what I want right away. I'm not seeing that right away. That's a dangerous way to live. It's evil and adulterous is what it is. We don't do anything because we see instant gratification or results. We do it because of obedience and we do it by faith. Because we believe God. But that's not what charismatics do. They have to have instant gratification. Otherwise, they can't serve the Lord. A bunch of babies sucking on a nipple if they are even saved. No, I'm not diverting anything. You're saying results are what you're looking for. But you know who looks for results? Not the people of God. They look for obedience. God said, I would rather have obedience than sacrifice. We are obeying God by lifting up our voice like a trumpet and preaching the word of God. Your scripture's out of context. How? Show me how. How is it out of context? It's it's out of context because... What Paul preached, mm-hmm. and t- it, it, your obedience doesn't mean anything if there's no love or power in it. How do you know there's no love in this? You think you think it's fun to drive 45 miles for your own for uh, for, the, for the Lord Jesus Christ and drive all the way well, over I, here well, and, and question, preach the gospel my, and hand out I, Bibles to people and give them food and whatever else we do? 
Well, where is he giving our food? All I see you guys being is a standing Well, about breath. five minutes ago, we just gave a guy a Bible right over there that wanted one, okay? Well, that's good. Okay. I'm not denying. Well, that's good. Right? See how he just dismisses it? He just completely dismisses it? Because he wants to be right. That, but all I'm saying is... The, what is the he preaching, preaching over there that's wrong? It's not wrong. It's how you're preaching. How? What are we supposed to do? Preach quiet so nobody can hear us? No, to go up to people. Make relationships with people. Make, where does the Bible say to make relationships with people? It says to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, go ye into all but the world and preach says, the gospel of every creature. It also says to go out and cast out demons, heal the sick. Not all at once. You got to preach sometime, that's, don't you? But, but, but that's what the disciples did. You, so you want us to walk around and ask people if they have demons so we can cast them out? Why not? Okay, you first. You go do it. You go walk around to people and tell them. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I said, you first. You go do it. Go walk up to people and ask them if they got demons and you want to cast them out. Hey, you got devils? I'm going to cast them out of you. The apostles never did that. What happened? They manifested. Those people that had devils in them manifested, didn't they? And then they dealt with them. That's what happened. Right? They manifested and then they dealt with them. They didn't run around having a charismatic Greg Locke service where they're casting devils out of everybody. And they got devils in them, and you're going to cast them out. I want you to do in that. proper context, yes. I well, this is the problem. You know when the devils come out? When you do that right there, you see the devils come from everywhere. They all come out. You know why? Because they hear the preaching of the Word of God, and it convicts their heart. If you think nobody's being convicted, and it doesn't matter, I, it, it drew you over here. It drew me over here because you guys are the reasons that, you guys are the reason that, that it makes it difficult for people who really know how to present how do we really know how, how do you know we don't really know what did you what have we not said that wasn't biblical truth up there what have we not said what have i not given you today that wasn't biblical truth i didn't say you didn't okay oh, you don't like the way it's done yes do you think they like the way john the baptist did it but you as but a voice of one to, why to be john the why as a voice of one crying out of the wilderness prepare ye the way of the lord make his path straight uh, jesus you, you christ can, preached you, you, you can the devil can spoke quote scripture too. Are you saying I'm a devil because no, I'm quoting scripture? Say, I didn't say <laughs> Is that what am I a devil because I'm quoting the Bible to you? Look at this. Now remember, here's a man that hears a gospel preacher standing up preaching the word of God calling all men everywhere to repent and believe the gospel. That's what's going on here. And this man, every time I bring him Bible, says, well, even the devil, even the devil could quote scripture. Well, everything this man has given me was his feelings. His opinions. 
right? That's what he's doing. He's not giving us Bible. He's ignoring the Bible that he's get, being given. See that? I'm just okay. making a contact. Okay. He, he, with the, 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 the problem with when Paul went to guys, Mars Hill, what do you think he did? When he went to Mars Hill, he used wisdom and intelligence. You guys aren't using wisdom. What does the Bible say about the foolishness of preaching? What does it say? It says that in 1 Corinthians, it says God uses the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. To the world, it's foolishness, but to us, it is the power of God unto salvation. Well, I for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for I'm it is the power either. of God unto I'm salvation. Seems like you are a no, little bit, though. I, I, what I'm against... I would think you'd be praying for us and saying, hey, I praise the Lord because you're out here preaching, and these signs right here, this is scripture. This well, is the so Bible. You, you're not happy about the Bible being out here in the streets? You're not happy about I, somebody I, well, spreading well, the gospel? Well, 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 no, because I don't really think you're spreading the gospel, and I don't think you're... Well, that's your opinion. No, no, no wait a minute. The, the other thing is I don't think you're really presenting the, the, the full context of what the Bible says. What, how's that? You think we can present the full context of the Bible on one board? Well, exactly. That's the problem. He, so don't give people script. So what he's saying is you should stay home and do nothing. Because unless you can walk around with a full billboard of the Bible everywhere you go, then it's wrong for you to stand there with Bible verses. And you're preaching the gospel, but you're not really preaching the gospel, really. So us preaching the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, calling all men everywhere to repentance toward God, and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. Right? Scripture signs that have Bible verses all over them. In other words, you just need to stop doing that. Right? Scripture? What does the Bible say about the law? It says the law is a schoolmaster to bring us to Christ, right? You believe that? Yeah, but the law fails. The only thing. What does the law show you, though? The Bible says that every mouth may be stopped and that all the world may become guilty before God. The Boom! Right there. That the law is was a schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. That's what the law does. He didn't know how to answer that. See, what happened was he came up to somebody, to men that know the scriptures, that understand why they're where they're at doing what they're doing. Right? That we understand how people are saved by grace through faith, and that not of themselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. That we understand that the law must be preached. That's how the ground is plowed up. Right? That's how God uses it. That's how he told us. We know that the law is what? 
Here it is. But we know that the law is good if a man use it lawfully, knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and for sinners, for unholy and profane, for murders of fathers and murders of mothers, for manslayers, for whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men-stealers, for liars, for perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine. That's what the law is for. The law is for the lost. Grace is for the saved. Right? Because lost people can't can't understand this message. Okay, let me show you. Oops. Hang on, wrong one. Titus 2.12 For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. This is for the saved. Grace is a teacher to the saved. The law is a teacher to the lost. Make sense? Because grace goes beyond the law. Hello, Danielle. It's been a long time. Give people scripture? What does the Bible say about the law? It says the law is a schoolmaster to bring us to Christ, right? You believe that? Yeah, but the law fails. The only thing What does the law show you though? The Bible says that every mouth may be stopped and that all the world may become guilty before God. The law shows us our guilt before God. If you don't we, preach the law, you don't warn anybody to flee it, from it, the it, wrath it, to come. Yeah, but, but, I'm saved. Stop doing it. I, the, 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 the thing about it is the law, if we could abide... I think, I think Lucius kept trying to hand him a tract. <laughs> when he said, I'm saved, stop doing that. It's Lucius was standing there with a tract, trying to give him a tract. <laughs> oh, I think Lucius is like, yeah, I don't think this guy understands. Here, we better give him a tract here. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. That is funny. Right there. Oh. By the law. Right. So what do you think? Cost. What do you think? I'm sorry, we're in your way? Let's step out of the way here for it. Right. What, what, what's your, what's your feeling? What, I'm not against presenting the gospel, and I'm not against praying for people. I'm not against what you're... 
but but your technique is repelling. Where do you people. see where do you see the technique in the Bible wasn't supposed to be open air preaching when the Bible commands lift up your voice like a trumpet? Do you know what that means? Yeah, I understand that, but you guys aren't doing it. What I'm saying is really read on how the disciples How really, did they do it? They didn't do it your way. Yeah, they did. They preached. Why do you think Peter was stoned or Peter was beaten and and the, the, and, and the, the apostles the, were beaten? The, 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 the reason they were beaten was because of the religious leaders didn't like what he said. They were beaten because no, the people it, it were was, the whole no, city was in an uproar. No, no. He said you guys have turned the world upside down. Right, but it was the Who was, was mad? Who was mad? The was Jews the were mad. No. Okay, Stephen. Okay. What did Stephen do? What did Stephen do? Right. There's another one. Stephen. What happened right. to Stephen? But, but, but who they gnashed on him with their teeth. Right. But who people killed did? Them? People who did. Ki- no. People no. did. The, yes, they the, did. The Jews. The religious leaders killed him. The people in the city killed him. Though those that no. hurt him. It wasn't no. just the rulers. No. It, was it was all of them. It was all of them. Was not. It was everyone. I did read scripture. I'm quoting scripture to you, and you're giving me your opinion, and I'm telling you what the Bible says no. and you're trying to rebuke us for preaching in the open air and you still haven't been able to prove us wrong one time you're you're speculating and it's your feelings it's not, it's because not you're not bold how can you be so loud with me but you're afraid of us being so loud up there because you're re- oh bam Whoa! oh that calls for I know what that calls for right there I'm telling you right now it's one of those moments right there, isn't it? Right here. Definitely one of those times. Let me see if I can find it here. I got it. Not there. Not there. Here it is, right here. says no. and you're trying to rebuke us for preaching in the open air and you still haven't been able to prove us wrong one time you're you're speculating and it's your feelings it's not, it's because not you're not bold how can you be so loud with me but you're afraid of us being so loud up there because you're repelling people no the preaching of the cross is foolishness to them that's what the bible says prove it prove it because you don't you. have with me but you're afraid of us being so loud up there because you're repelling people no the preaching of the cross is foolishness to them that's what the bible says oh, okay wrap yourself in religion instead of really religion no i follow the word of no, god you're following religion prove it prove it because you don't you. have so he so he accused me he said you're following religion which i have no problem there by the way let me show you where you're supposed to follow religion did you know that religion's not a bad word Right? Look at James chapter 1, verse number 26. If any man among you seem to be religious, and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. Pure religion, 
and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and keep himself unspotted from the world. That's pure religion. We all should have a desire to follow pure religion. Right? So there's people say, oh, I'm not religious. I am. Why wouldn't I be? Of course I am. Prove it. You don't have love and you're not walking with power. How do you know? How do you know I'm not walking with power? You're not walking. How do you know I'm not walking with power? How do you know that? How do you judge your brother as if he's not walking with any power if you're a saved man? How can you tell me I don't have the power of God? How can you honestly tell me and look at me and because say that? Because there's no evidence of it. What's the evidence of it? You, the, the only evidence you got is being a sounding brass. That's the only that's, evidence. Preaching of, is a sounding brass? Yes. That's no. what Paul was meaning. No, he did. Paul he never said meaning, the preaching of yes. the cross was a sounding no, brass and tinkling symbol. Well, well, yes, that You was. have misapplied scripture right there no, completely. No, not. What he so you're meant, telling preaching Christ. Yes. What it, no, you no, can't no, no, preach it Christ without no. Love. Let me show you something. I'm going to school you here real quick, okay? You ready to be schooled? Okay, here we go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, I'm getting ready to school him, I guess. He's going to school. Here's what Paul said. Whether in pretense or whether in truth, Christ is preached and I therein rejoice. That's what he said. You're not rejoicing over us preaching Christ. You're condemning us and you're angry with us because we're preaching Christ. And you've uh, yelled, I, you're I, angry I, with I, me I, because I'm preaching Christ. No, I'm not angry that you're preaching Christ. I'm angry that you're rapping in religion. And what religion? All we've done is preach Christ up there and Him crucified and called men to repentance. I'm trying to get you to prove what you're saying. All you are is a tinkling brass and a sounding cymbal. That's all you've done. You haven't proved anything from Scripture. You've said, I don't like the technique, therefore you're wrong. Well, if you're, not, if, you're not, if you're not brave enough or spiritual enough to go up there and do that, then maybe you should because try to disarm your brother. Not to really? Like I think maybe you're brass. too scared. No. I don't think every you have faith. Day, every day. <laughs> I like it. I think maybe you're just too scared to get up there. Right? I don't think you have faith in God to do it. Listen to your anger. You're By the way, that was edited. He cussed me out right there. That was he cussed me out. Remember when somebody said I think his head's going to fly off? Yeah, that's we edited out the cussing. So what happened? Uh, his technique. <laughs> therefore, you're wrong. Well, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not brave enough or spiritual enough to go up there and do that, then maybe you shouldn't because try to disarm your brother. Not to really? Like I think maybe you're breath. too scared. No, I don't think every you have faith. Day, every day, I don't think you have faith in God to do it. Listen to your anger. You're a saved man and you're you're cussing at me? Yeah, you're, I am you're cussing. Yes. You're a saved man and you're cussing over the preaching of God's I'm word. Not cussing over the you preaching. just cussed at me. Yes, I did. Don't you think that's a sin? Well, we all sin every day. So you're so now it's okay for you to sin, but you're mad at us preaching the gospel. No, I didn't say it was Oh, see, do you see how this works? The longer that they go the more they prove their real spirit. See, they can't keep their composure. 
They can't keep themselves together. Why? They're because they can't stand up to the scrutiny of God's word. Once you give them the scriptures and you show them that they're wrong, they can't stand up to it. So they reveal who they really are. It's okay for me to sin. I, I'm trying to m- make a thing that... Well, then don't you think you should ask for forgiveness for cussing at me in front of a bunch of kids and everybody? Don't you think that's wrong? You're a believer in Christ? It doesn't matter. What Shit do you mean it doesn't? Is, that what? doesn't mean anything. What are you talking about? You're supposed to be a saved man. I your am. speech matters to God. You think God doesn't care about what, your speech? What, 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 you think you can use any speech like that and God is going to be okay with no, that? What, 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 you what, are manifesting yourself to be someone word. that is not right. Every idle word. Think about what no. you did. No, what it is is you guys are so wrapped in law, you can't, pre- you're so wrapped You're so wrapped in law that I should be able to cuss and talk with perversion around children and say whatever I want. And I'm more spiritual than you. I'm more spiritual than you because I hate your preaching and you don't have any love, but I, the man that's supposed to be the man with lovey-dovey, wovey-dovey, right? I'm that guy, right? He's, he's the one that loves everybody and you don't. Right? You don't love because you're preaching. But I love when I'm cussing at you. In law, and you're so wrapped in religion that you can't really reach anybody. How do you know that? Look at you. How do you know that? You just, how are you, are you reaching people by cussing? Well, I actually reach people every day. So do I. N- not by what you guys are doing. I preach to, th- I, not to toot my own horn or anything, but God has allowed us to preach to 18,000 people last month that download sermons everywhere. Thousands of people hear us all over the world. That's by the glory of God. That's that power that you say we don't have. That right there is the power of God. That's not of me. That's not of my righteousness. That's not mine. Just because you preach, that doesn't mean Okay, would you like to see testimonies over and over again of people that their lives have been changed? Because I have a whole website that'll prove it to you that those are right there if you'd like to see them. It's at geraldfinney.wordpress.com and you can see all the testimonies of people that have been changed by this type of preaching right here. Geraldfinney.wordpress.com We're not your enemies. No, okay. No, no, see, see, I, see. All I'm saying is, I'm not saying you're my enemy. All well, you I'm just saying... cussed at me like I was. You treat me like I'm some kind of scum bucket. Well, and part of that comes from the anger that the the, the the anger and the frustration I do have with church. The, well, I don't blame you. I'd be mad at too a lot of churches. Most of them are fake. I don't blame you for being upset with them. But right. you know what? We're not fake. We're out here practicing what we preach. We're out here doing it every every time we can. We come out here well, and try to help people. But well, what I'm trying to tell you is from being here and leaving here. Law, well, now wait. Well, but, but wait. But but from living here day to day, you guys actually hinder people from who are real. How do you know that? The only thing we hinder people from is being comfortable in their sin. Well, <laughs> I mean, well, well no one. We but, but but here the thing about it is 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 they can't everybody walk past us 
as sodomites no, 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 and freaks no, no. and, and oh. druggies you guys and are completely missing the perverts. Point. Everybody knows. Do you need forgiveness of sins? And be happy about no, I it. have that. I'm sick. Right, but don't lost people need forgiveness of sins? Yeah, but you're not reaching the law. How do you know we're not? How do you know that? Look at what you guys are really doing. Preaching? Yeah. He's up there preaching. That's you don't think preaching. the apostles... What do you that's mean that's not preaching? It's, what do you call preaching? What do you call preaching? Preach. All I'm having to say is read the Bible and preach the way they preach and not the way religion says to preach. That's no religion does... Yeah, where's all the religious guys that are out preaching? Where are they? If there's so many of them, how come they're not filling every... If all these churches are like that, and that's what religion, uh, the, his version of religion tells you, where are they all? Because we don't see them anywhere. Every time we go out, there's nobody preaching. Does this? Listen to me. They're no never there. Does this a lot right of religions. Here. It's where? Easy. It's easy to. Who? Where are they all? This is a city of millions of people. Where are they preaching? Where are all the religious people preaching at? You're seeing it right here. This is who's doing it. And no, I'm not upset with you. I'm not at all. I'm not in the least bit upset with you. Right. You've cursed at me twice, and I'm not upset with you. Okay. Right. I, 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 I'm just amazed that you would say that's religion right there. How is that religion right there? Because you're not reaching anybody. How do you know we're not reaching anybody? Where's your proof at? Where's your proof that you're reaching people here? Why do I have to prove that to you? What did God say? the scripture verse. Show me, show me where it says, unless you get results, you're not supposed to be obedient to God. You show me that verse. Well, I, I, well when I, I'm not... Shut up. That's what I would say. Show it to me. It's that simple. Oh, man, that's funny. I forgot Russ said that. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, look, it's Garrick. That's Garrick right there. <laughs> oh, man. There's, there's Garrick right there. Taking his picture. Now he's preaching there with us. That's something. Eight years ago. Nine years ago. Eight, nine years ago. Let's see. What was the date on that? Let's see. Yep. Oh, almost nine years ago, man. Coming up on nine years ago. Hard to believe, man. Hard to believe. Anyway, so as you can see, no, that was that was Russ that walked up there. That was Russ that walked up there. I don't think Gerald Finney was there that day. I can't remember, but I don't think he was. I don't I'm not even sure that he moved there yet. That he had moved to Northfield yet. Uh when this when this was done. I, I think he was still back in Texas at that time. Anyway, but uh, so there you go. There you have it, right? He didn't really have anything to say, did he? Right? 
Why? Because there is no biblical answer for him to shut us down from preaching God's word, right? There's no biblical answer. And he couldn't refute it, so what did he do? He just got angry. That's what happens when you can't refute something. You just get mad. That's what they do. That's the world, right? Welcome to the world. That's the way that it is. That's the way apostate Christianity is today, right? Let's see. Ever heard of the Jesuits? Okay. So now as we move along to the next portion, the Archbishop of the Twin Cities. Some of you have watched this video. Right? And we see exactly what took place with the bishop, the archbishop of the Catholic Church. This archbishop at the time was sent. He had just been sent to St. Paul to clean up by Benedict, I think it could have been back then. But he had just been sent. He had just been sent to clean up the sexual predator cases, the pedophilia cases that the Roman Catholic Church was guilty of. So he came in to clean them up. I did not, at the time I did this video, I wasn't planning on doing a video. Okay, at the time that I recorded this, I did not know this was the archbishop. I had no idea who this man was. I thought he was just a Catholic priest. When I got home, I found out that he was assigned directly from the Pope and put here. So the stuff that I say to this man is all his, is historical, historically, biblically accurate. And biblically and historically accurate, what I said to him. I just didn't realize who I was saying it to. And I know YouTube has had to suppress this. Because this is four, only 4,000 views on this video from July 24th, 2016. Because really, this video should have about 400,000 views. I mean, a guy standing on his head has 200,000 views on my channel. The Steele County Sheriff that, that short-circuited has 190,000 views. It was featured on Alex Jones. Well, not featured, but put on Infowars.com.
Okay? So, here we go. I, I cornered this man to ask him questions. This event was a beer-guzzling alcohol event to support the restoration of Castle Grayskull. The biggest Catholic building that oversees St. Paul. By the way, Here, here's, here's something that you have to understand. Rome always, Rome always infiltrates nations, large areas, large cities to control the commerce and to control the government in those areas. So you'll have an influx of Irish Catholics in different parts of the world and different different groups of Catholics to infiltrate that area to control. And they control the politics. This man controls St. Paul. The Minneapolis-St. Paul area. This archbishop oversees the financial doings of the city. Oversees the governmental aspects of the cities the Twin City area. He has power over those areas. Okay? Danielle, you've been watching that long that you know this is the Praise the Loud event? You remember that? Were you watching back then? Absolutely. What did the Jesuits do? Who is Ignatius Loyola? He was a great saint. He was a how great saint? He, he founded the Jesuit order. How, the come, how come Ignatius Loyola had a counter-reformation and his, his, and his whole plan was to, was to stop the Reformation from taking place? The whole point was to, was to re-enliven the Catholic Church and he did a great job with that. What do you think that's the Spanish what, Inquisition that's did? That's what the counter-reformation is. What do you think the Spanish Inquisition did? The Inquisition was a great job. I asked him, well, what about the Counter-Reformation? I said, what did the Spanish Inquisition do? It brought people to the truth. When he says conversion, he doesn't mean what you mean by conversion. He means conversion with the sword. Ignatius Loyola went out with the sword to convert. Murdering millions. Brought people to the truth. 
by murdering them? No, 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 absolutely not. Oh, come on. I know enough history to know that Ignatius Loyola was a murdering dog. Absolutely. You don't know that Ignatius ever murdered Oh, yes, I do. His, the records, oh, Ignatius personally? You don't know Or his Jesuit dogs that went on after him? the Jesuits, actually, insulting to call them dogs, too. Yeah, they are dogs. They're not dogs. They're great They're whips. He got mad at me when I looked at him. <laughs> I told I told him the Jesuits were a bunch of dogs. Did you see his face? You you should be calling them dogs like that. They're a bunch of great men. They're a bunch of dogs. Hey, by the way, this guy is an undercover agent. He is undercover watching this entire conversation. I'm not sure where this man fits in. He agreed with a lot of points that I had, but I'm telling you, he was undercover cop. Big time. He was watching how that conversation was going down right on the street. So just watch this guy. Watch him in the background. Hey, that Jesuit general is the most wicked man out there right now. Yeah, the Pope is a Jesuit, you know that. Yeah, I know he is. Isn't that funny? Now, how is the Pope the Jesuit when the Jesuits were suppressed before and now the Pope is a Jesuit? Never has there been a Jesuit Pope, right? Why is there one now? Because he's the right man for the job. Is he now? So you, so you believe, so you believe what 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 Pope Francis is is teaching now is Bible, or is it his own his excommunicator preaching? It's right from the Bible. It is, huh? So homosexual, so accepting homosexuality, accepting all those other sins, and bringing them into the church is what he's supposed to. He's been saying it everywhere. No, I I listen to what he says. His own words. No, his Jesuits or Pope Francis' own words. He wrote a great. He wrote a great encyclical. Do you see it? What did I just tell you on the last broadcast on Monday? If I was one of those rich guys like Alex Jones, I could take you back to the to, to Monday's broadcast and put it in here and I could show you, but I'm not that good. I don't have the, those capabilities. But listen to me. Here, here's the thing. If you went back, right? If you went back into what I said on Monday, their mental reservation doctrine and their probabilism and everything else, they point to you and they say, look, my encyclical says this, like this is what we believe. But then he goes out and he says different things. This same Francis is blessing, has told them to bless homosexual unions. And he's been doing it because he's a Marxist. So he, listen, that's the technique he's using right now. He's lying. This archbishop is using that mental reservation. He is using probabilism. He is using all of those things to divert what's being said. He's doing exactly what I said when I read from that book by McPherson on Monday. That's what he's doing right now. He's showing you that technique. That are recently, I think you should read. I think I, really enjoy I understand it. what he read, what he wrote, Did because I know, wrote I know Francis is. Marriage? I know Francis is. Did you read it? No, I know who the Jesuits are. No, I'm, I'm afraid you don't. I know who the Jesuits are. No, I Absolutely, you really know, I do. You know a caricature. A caricature. A caricature. Hey, let me ask you this: Is it is it of God to get people drunk? 
to pay for this building right here? Because these people are getting hammered out there. Do you think this I don't, is right? I don't, I don't know that anybody's getting hammered. Oh, I don't really, I don't know what? What do you mean? <laughs> okay, so there's a brewery selling liquor right there in there. And what did he say? What did he say? Oh, you don't know that anybody's getting drunk. Do you get it? The ends justify the means mental reservation. He's doing it. Probabilism. He's practicing it all. Oh, wait, we're serving alcohol in there and we're serving. But I don't know that he's get there. Anybody's getting drunk in there. They're like stumbling out of there drunk. Do you see how he's lying? But it's not a lie to him. It's Catholic probabilism. I don't know if anybody's getting Isn't this going to support the Basilica? At the building. Oh. Right. Yeah. You think that, so So making money off booze? getting hammered. What are you talking about? Look at all the beer in there and all the drinking and all the booze. Have you ever watched these people stumble out? Have you ever watched these people stumble out? Are you kidding? He goes, he goes, stop being judgmental. A Roman Catholic archbishop who has a works-based salvation is telling me not to be judgmental. Do you see what he's doing? They are masters at evading. They are masters at evading. Yeah, Carl, watch that guy. Watch that guy, that agent. Watch what he does. You got to be blind not to see that. No, I don't see anybody. You're making out. money. You You're making money stumbling? off of this, of booze. It's a way in which people in the community are able to support something. They're getting drunk. Most of them aren't Catholic, huh? Yeah, but they're getting, they're getting drunk. drunk. What do you, what you, happens you when you drink, drink booze? You no, I don't. Drink. He goes, do you hear what he said? Most of them aren't even Catholic. So he's getting a bunch of non-Catholics drunk and taking their money. I don't know. I, I don't know. No. Stand here and talk to a few. Yeah. Yeah. They see. might have gone in there that way, too. Huh? Huh? Doesn't matter. It's a way. They also do some great tours. If you had a ticket, you'd be able to go in and get a great tour of that facility. I don't need a tour it of that. It would be helpful for you. You ever heard of the Waldenses? Yeah. Yeah? You ever heard of them? You know who murdered them? They didn't murder them. They're still there. No, a lot of them have been murdered by They're the Roman Catholic papacy. Yeah. Absolutely. How about, about the Donatists? What about all the How about the Edict of Milan? Them? Do you know about the Edict of Milan? It, it didn't really exist. Oh. <laughs> it, yeah, what, okay. What about the Edict God? against the Donatists? Yeah. How about the Edict against the Donatists? Yeah. You know that? You know about yeah, that? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So they weren't didn't kill the Donatists. Tell me this: there, there were all kinds of awful things that were more political than religious. Huh? Yeah, so there were a lot of there were a lot of Catholics that were killed in that too. Huh? Exactly. So why would the Pope and why would the Jesuits and why would they be involved in all after the that's after the Jesuits, the rise of the Jesuits after the Counter Reformation? Why would they be involved? Yeah, that was before all that. What I'm saying is afterwards. Why would they be involved with things like that? Yeah. They're not. They're they? involved in doing with this generation. Well, no, no, no. Why are they involved? Why are they involved with subverting governments and, and everything Jesus. else? No, that's. What uh -huh. Why are they involved in subverting governments? Huh? Oh, he doesn't want to answer that. He just has that smile on his face because he knows what I'm saying is right. And he doesn't know what to say. So he's using evasion techniques. They're about is that? Come on, you know as well as I do. Hey, you know as well as.
Let me back up a little bit. They're not. They're involved in doing with this Reformation. Why would they be involved? Yeah, that was before all that. What I'm saying is afterwards, why would they be involved with things like that? Yeah. They're not. They're involved they? in doing with this generation. No, no, no. Why are they involved? Why are they involved with subverting governments and, and everything Jesus. else? No, that's what they're about is, is that. Come on. You know as well as I do. Hey, you know as well as I do that the Vatican and the Jesuits have more power in this world than you could ever imagine. No, more money than you that, could ever imagine. Were that only the case, huh? Come on, because, seriously. No, no, no. Where's all the money to the Vatican? That does more. There's all, nobody that does more. How does the Vatican have so much money? They don't. What do you mean they don't they have don't. money? That's why I have to give. <laughs> hey, hey, buddy. I went to the Vatican. I toured the Vatican. I walked around the Vatican. Right? You're telling me they don't have any money? Every room is worth mil- multi millions of dollars. Every room, every room is worth, look at the, look at the agent in the back. You see him? You see him watching? Look at the agent in the back. You you see him watching? I'm telling you, man. I know. I know. (laughs) We have to give them a check every year. Are you kidding me? How can you, do you really believe that? Have you ever looked at their balance sheets? Yeah. Have you ever looked at their investments? Have you? Yeah. Have you ever looked at their investments? Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) I said, you ever looked at their investments? And I give that little smug look. Look at my look on my face. <laughs> this is like everything that everybody would want to say to an archbishop. Not know, and I don't even know he's an archbishop. <laughs> the only thing better would be saying this to a cardinal or saying this to the Pope himself, man, or a, or the Jesuit general. I'm telling you, man, it is absolutely hilarious. I've got to back it up, man. When you look at my face, it is too funny, man. Come on, because, seriously. No, no, Where's all the money that Vatican? does more? There's all, nobody that does more. How does the Vatican have so much money? They don't. What do you mean they don't they have don't. money? That's why I have to give we have to give them a check every year. Are you kidding me? They How can you even, do you really believe that? Have you ever looked at their balance sheets? Yeah, have you ever looked at their no, investments? No. Have you yeah? Have absolutely. you ever looked at their investments? Yeah. So have I. They're worth trillions. No, no, no. Hey. Oh now come on. No, they own no, no. stock in all of the major they own stock in all of the major corporations. That's easily provable. In some major corporations. They obviously no, do. the most wealthy corporations. <laughs> I'm telling you, I am watching this like 10 years later, and I'm enjoying this even more than when that happened, man. Knowing the history that I know now and having gone to Rome and having dealt with that, I am enjoying this. Remember what the Bible says, right? Revelation 18.3, for all the nation, all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. She has the money. Rome and the merchants of the earth, the major corporations... Right? That's what they're that's what they have.
the major corporations. There's that Asian dude watching me right there. Look, he's watching us. Oh, now, come on. They own stock in all of the major, they own stock in all of the major corporations. That's easily provable. Some major corporations. No, the most wealthy corporations in the world. That's the stewardship. No, 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 no. There's supposed to be a... That's the stewardship that Jesus talked about. Do you wonder where? Do you wonder where? The prosperity gospel came from. Rome. They robbed widows' houses. It came from Rome. Oh, I forgot. Let's see, I think it's... Uh forgot the verse now i can't remember anyway anyway they robbed widows houses they have stolen from them right they have taken advantage of the weak and he knows it he knows it full well he knows it full well that's exactly what he's what what they do and the money they have trying to say the Vatican doesn't have any money well they just got three billion after that years later after this they got three billion dollars to pay off all your boy Donnie Constantine Constantine 2.0 your boy Donnie Right? He gave them $3 billion to pay off their sex crimes. Paid in full in care of Donnie. They're not supposed to be a good They're supposed to be a church. You know, I'll tell you one thing. They've taught you. They have taught you one thing. They said, you're a good steward. You're, you're. You're a good steward. Now you got to be a good steward. That's what he's being is a good steward. The Roman Catholic Church. When is a church ever supposed to be a a uh, a corporation? When is a church supposed to invest all its money and become a corporation and make millions of dollars, billions of dollars, trillions of dollars, own land and 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 own land and and, and all those other things? When? Where's the Bible say a church is supposed to be a corporation? A creature of the state. They're supposed to be a church. They use their funds. You know, I'll tell you one thing. They've taught you. They, they have, they have taught you one thing. They are, they, they've taught you how, how to argue effectively to deflect things and not the answer. Does, huh? Right. Did you hear what I said to them? They taught you how to argue and deflect things. They taught you well.
They're supposed to be a church. They use their funds. You know, I'll tell you one thing. They've taught you. They, they, have, they have taught you one thing. They they, they've taught you how, how to argue the effectively to deflect things and not the answer. Does, huh? Now you tell me what other church well, does with the basilica. Well, let's talk about the over four. Hey, hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, no, no. Let's In terms talk about. Of okay, can we talk about this? How about the over four hundred cases of sexual molestation of children against against the St. Paul Parish? What about those allegations? Huh? Those are you don't believe any of them are true? No, I don't, oh, I didn't say are that. Are you a saying that these true. people aren't molested? Oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. I think it. I think this is a. Uh... Yeah, I think it's. I think it's time for this again. Uh oh, what happened? One more time, I hit him with it. One more time. Oh! Head about ready to blow off. I caught him here. Those are, you don't believe against, against the St. Paul parish. Okay, now watch this. How many times does a guy, does a Baptist preacher get to be on a corner with an archbishop and hit him with the BAM right there? I mean, the guy, remember, remember, I did not know that he was the archbishop and that he was sent to defuse that. No idea. Of sexual molestation of children. Or, hey, hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, no, no. Let's talk about. Okay, can we talk about this? How about the over 400 cases of sexual molestation of children against against the St. Paul Parish? What about those? Allegations, huh? Those are. You don't believe any of them? Eh? Allegations, eh? Eh? Hey, look, Tommy, they're allegations, eh? Hey, eh? Look, I came from Rome to take care of this, Tommy, eh? Eh? Allegations, eh? This is what you call the big boom right here. Against the St. Paul Parish. What about those? Allegations, huh? Those are, you don't believe any of them are true? No, I, don't, oh, I didn't say are that. Are you saying that these true. people aren't absolutely, molested? Absolutely lots of them are true, huh? Yeah, and it's happening all over the place. In fact, he is mad. This dude is mad. I don't know if you can tell, but his argument just changed. He got ticked. I'm telling you, he's mad. I I'm telling you, when I tell you I can read people, that guy is mad. Watch his countenance change. You can see it in his face. Because I cornered him on it. What about those? Allegations, huh? Those are St. Paul Parish. What about those? Allegations, huh? Those okay, can we talk about this? Huh? How about the over 400 cases of sexual molestation of children against, against the St. Paul Parish? What about those? Allegations, huh? Those are, you don't believe any of them are true? No, I don't, oh, I didn't say are that. Are you saying that these people aren't molested? Absolutely lots of them are true, huh? Yeah. And it's Look at that face. Do you see all that, that he's not smirking now? Look at that.
You see how he's not smirking now? He's mad. He is mad. Oh, yeah. He's ticked. If that dude could wipe me out right now, I'm telling you, that dude would wipe me out right now. If he could call Ignatius Loyola in right now and cut my head off, he'd do it. And if it weren't for the grace of God, I'd already be dead. Because you don't do this. You don't do this to an archbishop unless the Holy Ghost of God is protecting you. I am not kidding you, and I'm not bragging. It is God Almighty that does that, not me. It is the Holy Ghost of God. It is God's work. You, this just doesn't... I'm telling you, you don't say this to an archbishop. Generally. You just don't. It's of the Lord. Are true? Are you saying that these people are molested? Absolutely. Lots of them are true. Yeah. And it's happening all... Lots of them are true, huh? Huh? All over the place. And families. That's the sad thing. No, it's happening. It's happening in Catholic churches. How awful it is that those things happen in families. You know why they happen, don't you? Because Because of a lot of things. One of the things is the unscriptural celibacy that is taught by the Roman Catholic Church. Bingo! Bam! Right there! Right there! Jody Hammond said, you would have never said that knowing. Oh, yes, I would have. Oh, yes, I would have. Oh, yes, I would have. If I'd have known it, yes, I still would have said that. If I was able to get into a conversation, I would have said it to him. You better believe I would have. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't get married. That's here's what I said. Listen to what I said to him. Here's the reason why it's happening. You don't let anybody get married. You don't let them get married. Men are supposed to be married. Right? God made men to have a woman. It's not good for man to be alone. God meant him. No, I would not have been afraid to say that to him. No. Uh-uh. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. I'd say it to the Pope if I, if I wasn't in the Vatican. If I was on a street corner... In the Vatican, I wouldn't, because they'd haul me into a uh, a uh, uh, a dungeon somewhere. 
the sad thing. You know, it's happening. How it's many, happening in Catholic it's churches. How awful it is that those things happen in families. You know why they happen, schools. don't you? Because of, because of a lot. Right. He's deflecting though. He's saying, "Well, it happens in families." He's doing the same thing that the LGBTQ did to me on that thread over there. Okay. On that thread, on that Steele County thread, those people that are supporting the LGBTQ going to a great uh, a middle school. And having a LGBTQ game night. Okay? That LGBTQ game night. They say, well, what about the Catholic Church? What about it? I've been there. I've preached to them. I've told them. Right? A lot of things. One of the things is the unscriptural celibacy that is taught by the Roman Catholic Church. That you can't get married. That's that's wicked. That's not in the Bible. Forbidding to marry and to abstain from meats. What does Saint Paul tell people? That's the Bible. That's what the Bible says. What does Saint Paul tell people? That to to, uh, better to, to marry. marry. No, he no. said it was better to marry than to burn. In context, he said it was better to marry than to burn. Do you see how he's flipping the scriptures over? Right. Now, concerning the things you, wherever you wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife. And let every woman have her own husband. Let the husband render to the wife due benevolence, and likewise also the wife unto the husband. The wife hath not power over her own body, but the husband. And likewise also the husband hath not power of his own body, but the wife. Defraud ye not one another, except to be consent for a time, that you may give yourselves to fasting and prayer, and come together again, and that Satan tempt you not for your incontinency. Right? In fact, it says that a bishop is to be what? Here it is. A bishop then must be blameless. The husband of one wife. Vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, apt to teach. He's, the bishop is to be blameless, the husband of one wife. He's to be married. He's to be a married man. Why? Because it keeps him out of trouble. Right? The bishop is to be married. Yeah, yeah. He, said, he said it's not good. It's good for a man not, not to touch a woman. Nevertheless, let every man That's have his own it. wife and every wife have his own husband. Right. That's Absolutely. what he said. Absolutely. To avoid fornication. Absolutely. That's what it But said. and if they marry, they have not that? sinned. Yeah, but if thou marry, thou no, hast no, not sinned. We don't sin. say marriage is a sin. We say marriage is beautiful. Well, then why don't you get married? Marriage is a great sacrament. It's not for me. That's not what God's asked me to do. I love to see that. Then why are so many children being molested then in Catholic churches? I'm sorry, it's, a, it's, it's it's part of sin, original sin. Huh? No, it's not part of original sin. No, no. It's a, it's it, it's, it's because of the perversion that's taught. That. 
Why are so many of the uh, priests in the Vatican involved in sodomy and a sodomy and orgy? Oh, I don't think that's really true. Well, no, it's just been reported on widely. But by who? By, by for example, uh, no, I'm saying 48 it's not, hours. I don't think it's no, they, they went in with hidden cameras and filmed it. And filmed sodomy. No, no, no. They filmed sodomy. They filmed If you want to talk doctrine, you can come talk to us. They did. Hey, they look at the agent right there, standing there the whole time. Man, that was an excellent interview. That was excellent. That was just. That's how I feel about that. Actually, that was. That was great. Anyway. Well, there you go. All right. Let's play a song here. Amen. All right. One more song here if you want to say hi before we get out of here. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Let the church the church let the people rejoice for we've settled the question and we've made our choice let the anthem ring out songs of victory swell for the church triumphant is alive So 
Amen, everybody. Well, God bless you. I appreciate your prayers, and uh, God is good to us, and we thank God for all of his grace and uh, his his uh, his boldness that he gives his preachers, right? Because he does give us boldness, and that's through prayer. We talked about that last week, boldness. If you haven't heard the Ephesians chapter 2 sermon from last week, access, boldness, you know, access with boldness that I preached uh, last week, uh, that's, a, that's where boldness comes from. It comes from the Lord. It comes from, from Christ dying for our sins and being buried and rising again from the dead and also that he made access for us. Amen. And, uh, hey, how about one more song? This one's a good one. Hey, you pray for us. Pray for our ministry. Uh, if you'd like to give to our ministry for the Canadian trip coming up and all those expenses and different things happening, please go to oldpazbaptistchurch.org. And click on the Give button, the Donate button up at the top right there. Uh, Or uh, scroll down the page, PayPal, Venmo, or Apple Pay. Or go over to SermonAudio.com slash Pastor Cooley, and you can click on Give right there on our page. Or go down to the bottom of our page. You can mail us something to 1030 South Highway 3, Northfield, Minnesota, 55057. We would appreciate it. Thank you so much. One more song. 